Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Sidetracked. My name is Mitch Parry and joining me again through the screen is the one and only Nicholas Timothy Brown. How are you doing my friend? Twas before Halloween and little Stevie was scared. He'd been watching scary movies and it got too much to bear. Oh no. He ran out his home and there was not a single soul. All that was on the road was a solitary pole. He picked up the object, looked dazed and confused. His mum said, put it away. But Stevie refused. Without a moment's notice, a scream came from a bank. Stevie was unsure what to do. Go and help or have a wank. The the robbers were horrific. Their hostages were kids. Little Timmy said it was like attending a pop-punk gig. (laughs) All of a sudden, there was a flash, a red beam of light. The kids were nowhere to be found, out of mind and out of sight. The police arrived soon after. So many bodies just like a butcher. Stevie returned and said he isn't a hero. I'm just your local red-headed hooker. Stevie (laughs) returned home after hours of of assaulting. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how Steve Hooker started pole vaulting. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. Brownie, round of it. Not bad. That was fantastic. I took you on a journey there, bitch. I I didn't know where that was going, to be honest. The original draft went for seven minutes, and I had to kind of cut it. Did it really? Went for a lot longer. (laughs) But I thought I might as well just keep it to a nice, you know, about eight paragraphs and uh, worked (laughs) it there. I also weirded out by, um, you know when poet like, all like the most iconic poems that I find it weird when poems don't rhyme. Like I understand it in a sense, but it's, it doesn't to me, the principle of a poem that it has to rhyme in some regard, but somehow they don't. And it's like, Oh, it's beautiful poetry. It can be a great speech, but it's not a poem, Mitch. No, it's not. I think bands try and do that as well. How many people do you like? They like pretend they're about to rhyme and then they don't. And they do it on purpose and they'll like point at themselves about to rhyme, but then they don't rhyme. And I'm like, Fucking wankers. Man. I remember when um, the Living End had a song um, called "All, T- All Torn Down," and they have oh, a true. they have they re- they rhyme the word develop- development with the word development. And I just remember, like the first time I ever heard of that, I'm like, that is the laziest rhyme I've ever heard in my life. You, you just it's the same with Pitbull rhyming Kodak with Kodak. Like you know what he says? He just rhymes the same two words. It doesn't work like that, Pitbull. That's worse. But I, mate, I actually, Pitbull's I'd rather a you not rhyme. Yeah, Leave Pitbull fucking out of this. Mate. What do you reckon Pitbull's doing right now? I was actually oh. thinking of um. Uh, ideas of like segments and that and one that came up to mind was like uh, a story of all these like retired pop stars and that and like where they're at these days like people who kind of peaked a bit later on like people yeah. looked like in his 30s he didn't look like he was like 21 he looked like killer. Finn Diesel in the last Fast and the Furious <laughs> just about to get famous and like so you take him and you take like Red Foo from LMFAO oh. he was like he was like 40 and you take like Lil John as well like the, and he's always wearing sunnies I just imagine them like doing like <laughs> documentary site uh, style video and he takes his glasses off and he's just got he's just dead behind the eyes just red as fuck he's like I haven't seen my son in so long all I have to do is party all I'm thinking of when you said that was Steve Buscemi for some reason (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I don't know why that was the only name (laughs) that's the that's the definition of that person who's just 
who's just over it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. And I feel like there's a Netflix show in that. If they can make Netflix shows about a fucking Tiger King, they can make it about Red Fu and Steve Brashemi, Brashetta, as I'm going to call him from now on. Oh, mate. So it was a big week, Frowny. Um, big, one of the one of uh, the biggest public holidays, not public holidays, but events yes. happened this week. I want to just, I just want to talk about it a little bit with you. I want to get your opinion. We're talking about Halloween. <sighs> yep. All right. So Halloween to me is the shittest holiday of the year. <laughs> I'm just saying it. So my reasoning, Nick, if I can give you my reasoning yeah. behind why Please. I do not like Halloween that much. <laughs> yes. All right, my first one is scary shit sucks. <laughs> a, because it just I'm, I'm a little bit of a bitch and I'm not going to pretend I enjoy it for one day a year. I don't enjoy it any day of the year. My second point being, I remember being a kid and my dad and my mum and everyone be like, oh, it's just an American tradition. They'll be like, this Halloween, it's just an American. We're becoming Americans here. And everyone be like, yeah, fuck the Americans or whatever it was, you know. <laughs> oh, we can say that because the elections are today anyway. Yes. But then there was just a sudden change, Nick. There was a sudden change where the chick in high school become an emo and then she just started going, emo Christmas. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not what it is. And then like, you just hear like, every time they walk around, you hear, I miss you by Blink-182 playing in the background. I'm like, I don't enjoy this. And, and an Asian lady gave me a lemon once instead of candy when I went <laughs> trick-or-treating once and that put a fucking bad taste in my mouth. I, I remember trick-or-treating once. I very rarely trick-or-treated. I can probably go on about four or five times. There was one time that me and my friends uh, just went up to the shops, bought a, a two-litre bottle of Big M each and drank oh. as much as we could before we vomited. And that was our version of trick-or-treating. We are vomiting on our primary school and we were like 18 years old. Very scary. I don't, if those oh cameras on, we could have gone to jail. But there was another time that like we... Went to a house and had like a long driveway. We like kind of walked up the driveway and we knocked on the door and there was no, no one answered. But out the front was a slab of Sprite Zero. It wasn't normal oh. Sprite. It was Sprite Zero. Sugarless. Yeah. Not, not the greatest stuff in the world, I must admit. No, no, no. But he left it out on Halloween. So we just assumed that he was just, that's his version of candy. Grab one, go nuts, kids. Kind it's of a thing. pretty good one though. Yeah, it? it's not bad. So I was like, oh yeah, soft drink. A bit of a variety, a bit of a curveball in there. I'd rather that than like, um, you know, the fruit and nut chocolates. Like, I don't like that. I don't want that shit. No, no one wants give, that. No one wants you, that. I'd rather a Sprite Zero. So we take one, we're all leaving. And this guy opens the door. He's like, oi, what are you doing? And I'm like, let's go. Like, you take my Sprite. <laughs> we're like, oh, we thought you left it here for us. No, I didn't. <laughs> we're just like, you know, there was this one kid named Oliver. I don't think I've seen him since this night, so I don't know what he's doing. But I remember he he's like, he's like, you're supposed to take our sprite. And we're like, oh, sorry. And then Oliver in the back's like, I took two. <laughs> just like, shut up, you Oliver. Yeah. So why are you, you why called- are you leaving that out there? It's Halloween. Like, it's October thirty first. Whatever you leave out there, it's it's like hard rubbish. You might as well. It's it's going to another person. So Nick, um, I believe there's a story that you have been holding on to for a few weeks from us yes that i think now i think now is the time i think we've we've come to it and we need to hear about what happened at coachella mate so for those who don't know talk about it a lot so i don't know how you wouldn't know uh i've been to two coachellas in my day 2017 and 2018 um went with different people both time lovely experience i recommend anybody going who is interested Weather's amazing. And the sun's so much better, Mitch. I hate the Melbourne sun. I got burnt yesterday a little bit and I was so mad at myself because Melbourne sun just really harsh. Just don't like it. It's very harsh, Nick. And especially when you're as pale as you wearing that open dressing gown. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I can't I'm not helping see why my own you didn't cause. get burnt. Yeah, I'm not helping my own cause with all this, but uh, <laughs> it's annoying. But uh, that being said, um, at Coachella, there are certain kind of things you have to partake in. Um, the main one being yes. drugs. Uh, it's like it's okay. kind of like a... Okay. 
it's like a rite of passage for Coachella. I feel like uh, I saw somebody. I'll never forget the uh, look. What walking into a, the festival, walking into the VIP area, got the VIP area, Mitch. Uh, and oh my god! Uh, and some guy had like a necklace. Uh, with a vial of cocaine completely filled up, just hanging around his neck. He didn't have a shirt. Didn't, didn't have give a, a fuck. Didn't have a shirt on, so it's not like he could like tuck it into anything. He was just walking around, with white powder just around his neck, and he had his little scooper. As every like anyone who's been to Unified probably seen a couple of scoopers out there or vacuum cleaner, <laughs> and he's literally just scooping, giving it to somebody, scooping, giving it to somebody. It was a really fucking man weird of thing. the people. I know. I was like, man, he's either a billionaire or he's just he's just a very giving drugger. <laughs> like you know when you get yeah, you yeah. know those people who who just like pay for everything and they're just like have a, have a couple of lines and you're just like oh, I don't want to because I don't want to you know, I'm not good for it I'm not good for it man he's yeah, like, nah, I don't man. want you to stab me <laughs> exactly I've got an email from him he's actually George Dallas D deal and so anyway we, we're at this festival me and Nathan actually and um, we meet, meet some people uh, it's people I'm still friends with today and uh, we went to this group of uh, this tent because uh, you do car camping and all that there and it's really fun and these guys had what they call dabbing now it's not the not the classic dance move dab is what you know, oh. it as, but dabbing. As I took a, f- I screenshotted a photo to like describe it because I knew I couldn't really do it. Dabs are concentrated doses of cannabis that are made by ex- extracted LSD, extracting uh, THC, sorry, and other uh, cannabinoids using a solvent. Blah blah blah. So it's like a concentrated dose of um of cannabis. Yeah. You don't really smoke it. You kind of like suck into a straw and something lights up. It's kind of it's a weird little process. It's pretty Breaking Bad of, of all things. Best thing I could describe. It's it very as. Breaking Bad. And I didn't really know what I was doing and they give it to me and like yeah just have a dab just have a dab and I'm just like stop saying dab because it's making me feel old as shit but have a dab bro have a dab so, <laughs> so I go down and have a, have a little sucky sucky on the uh, on the dab and uh, I I sucked in like so much I was much more than I was oh, expecting no. to I, I wanted to impress these kids must admit I was like you I was, do, I was, you I was, yeah, you pretty have good to. about you myself oh talking. you're from Australia how do you do it there and I'm just like this is how we do it <laughs> 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 and I just remember, you know, when you have, um, Mitch, you wouldn't know because you, you're a good boy, you don't take any drugs. But when you exactly. when you take a, maybe a cigarette or something, you, you breathe in, you suck in a bit too much and you're like, <gasps> and you can't really breathe out. And it's like, you're really struggling. Yes, I know. I've, I've never smoked either, Nick. <laughs> but yes, oh golly, I know the feeling. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! I'm calling. Oh, I'm calling the police me. after this. <laughs> no, and so I, I kind of exhale. Can't really do it. And within about, oh, I reckon two minutes, I was like passing out on the floor. I was so oh, fucked no. up on the grass as well, in front of everyone. I was letting Australia down. Like honestly, I felt like I was. So, and I was wearing, I was wearing a VB um one with the uh, the the flop on the back. You know the flop hats. Yes, like the yes, ones it's to a classic. Stop you getting sunburned. <laughs> Yeah, the classic lifesaver. Yes, yeah, exactly. With a VB logo on it. So oh, everyone beautiful. knew I was from Australia because I'm assuming VB is just international, right? <laughs> everyone knows what VB is. <laughs> and so I get up, I'm starting to walk around. And after like all the acts are done at Coachella, there's like a silent disco um, at this certain at a certain place. Oh, and it's geez. about, I don't know, three in the morning or something like that. Yep. Silent disco is going off. Um, we go in, we get given our headphones. And I'm standing there, me, Nathan, and a couple of others who we've met, and they've got a few joints, and they're just passing around the joints. And I just remember them oh, passing no. me the joints. I'm looking at them, I'm like, I ain't touching this. Move, like moving it along, right? <laughs> and everyone's I only everyone's now. dancing, and I wish you know those moments where you wish you were a fly on the wall. I wish people could yep. see what I was doing because I oh no, I couldn't move. I was standing, and it was almost I felt like I had cement feet. I was standing there, and I was just like, they're like, Nick, what are you doing? I'm like, just vibing. <laughs> just 
moment. Oh my god! I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make it so I don't look as fucked up as what I am, right? So I'm like, I'm just vibing, just vibing. I'm just kind of like move, yeah. just moving my shoulders up and down. All, and you kind of thought you looked cool, didn't oh, you? Absolutely. I felt like I was, I was pulling it back for the Aussies. Honestly, I felt like yeah. VB. Everyone's gonna go get a VB slap the next day. Uh, so we're doing that for about, I don't know, like an hour. I'm vibing for an hour, doing fucking nothing, standing completely still. This girl comes up to me. And uh, start speaking. Can't hear a fucking thing she's saying. Cannot hear. Because you now speak fucking Portuguese or <laughs> no, something. <laughs> she's she saying stuff. And I, all, I hear, all, all she would hear is like, what? And it's just like, and all I, just, I can just see her mouth move. It's all I can see. It's her mouth move. And I go, I can't hear you. And she's like, she's just pointing. And I'm like, what are you pointing at? And I'm just yelling at this girl. And I, what I realized was I was wearing the fucking headphones because there's a silent disco bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm yelling at this girl <laughs> and, and she's got her headphones on Pointing towards her ears Going take them off And I'm like ah! <laughs> And I'm like having the worst The worst experience of my goddamn life After taking too many dabs Bang bang bang, bang. And I'm yelling at this poor lady Who I thought was really attracted to I was like oh I blew that opportunity Didn't I <laughs> like, Shot myself in the foot So she walks off Like a sane, oh, no. like, like a sane person yep, And it's like yep. 4 o'clock and stuff like that And I, I go to Nathan and I'm like uh, do you want to Should we get going He's like yeah, yeah I think we should get going And I just remember looking I, I vividly You know those moments Where even though You're still fucked up You can still remember it so well I yep. saw I looked around I'm like How do we get out And he's like I don't know Because he had a dab as well Not as strong as mine But oh. it was really hitting him At this stage Oh no And so Custard. we're both looking around Can't move Neither of us Everyone's dancing around us And we're just kind of Rotating our heads going <laughs> Is there an exit to this hellhole? <laughs> we didn't know where we were So for the next 30 minutes I started blacking out I was blacking out While standing up <laughs> I was like I didn't move I would black out Come into consciousness And I remember I would look at three things And identify where I was So I'd be like I'd come back into consciousness I'd be like, okay, strobe light, dance floor, I'm at Coachella. Every time. So and I'd be like, okay, yeah. cool. And then I'd go to Nath, how do we get out of here? Then I black out again. For four oh, I, I'd, no. I'd imagine a couple of minutes go by, strobe light, dance floor, I'm at Coachella. Coachella. <laughs> right? and, and David's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, we just got to get out of here, dude. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's get out of here. And we start moving. And I don't know what this substance was doing to me, Mitch. I couldn't, like, I, you know when you, um, you know how you go like foot over foot when you like home put one foot in front of the other when you're doing like a sobriety test? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like you're walking a fake tightrope. Yeah, that was what I was doing. That was the only way I was allowed to walk. My body wouldn't let me walk any other way. So I'm doing tightrope walking, arms completely out, like I'm on a tightrope at this stage, hitting oh, no. hitting people while I'm walking because I'm not moving for them. Oh, They're no. looking at me going, this guy's the biggest fucking idiot of all time. And I've still got my headphones on. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Am I in a camp for the deaf? <laughs> So I was so caught. I get out. I get out of it, and um, I, I'm going to leave. And as you leave, you give your headphones off. Still didn't realize I was. I had my headphones on, and they're pointing at me like, "Give us your fucking headphones." I'm like, I'm just looking at my neighbor like, "Can you understand what he's saying?" And I hear Na- I, ca- I can only see Nathan's voice as well because I still got my headphones on. He's just like, and he takes them off. And he's like, "Kim, over you fucking idiot!" <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I just remember walking on the way back, and Nathan's like, "I've never seen you this fucked up." And I'm like, what? It was almost like I constantly had headphones on. That's how, that's how fucked up I got. And realized it wouldn't matter if I had them on or not. I couldn't hear anything. 
Can I just ask, Nick, when you are at Coachella, were you trying to be extremely Australian as well? Oh, you- were you trying to... Were you playing the, like... You know, Dingo stole my baby. I was Australian, so I had a VB hat. I had a, a str- um, an Aussie flag bandana thing to like kind of cover my neck up. Again, I burn yeah. quite easily. Uh, don't judge me. Uh, but like, I wanted, I had all that kind of stuff. I had, oh, I had like kangaroo stuff as well. Um, I had all these drug paraphernalia, but with like Australian logos on it everywhere. Anyone who talked to me who I didn't know, I just say like they'd be like, "Hey, you doing crikey, crikey?" <laughs> I was just fucking yelling crikey. That's actually um. I don't know if I told this story before, but when I was at um, that same trip, uh, I was at Wrestle WrestleMania. I went to a New Orleans uh, again, probably another shit hobby, <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> but that being said, uh, you said it, not me. Yeah, um, and we went to Access, right, which is kind of like Comic Con for wrestling, I guess. Like, there's all these kind of like exhibitions and shit like that. It's kind of fun, not really, but it's very like it's catered towards kids and adults who don't understand that they're adults so like there's a little entrance way where you can like be your favorite wrestler and you see like a 40 year old run out like the undertaker and he's doing the slow walk and we're all just like oh, oh this no. is cringe but then you say like a six-year-old do like the john cena thing and everyone's like yeah six yeah and i'm like why are we cheering for six-year-olds like this this is weird <laughs> so but there was another there was one thing you could do you could commentate with an actual wwe commentator he had like they had like shifts in that i at, think i've seen you do this so did, did you yeah, record it yeah i recorded it I absolutely recorded this. Um, so what happened was I, you could do this thing where you could go on and you could commentate a certain section of a match, um, like a popular iconic match in WWE history uh, with a commenta- commentator. His name's Tom Phillips. And I go up to him like, Tom, how you doing, man? And I'm thinking all, all of a sudden already, I'm like, how you doing? It's probably not a uh, an American phrase. He probably has no idea what I'm talking about. And I remember saying to him before we went live, I'm like, just go with it. And he's like, what? I'm like, just, just go with it. And he's like, okay. Oh, my God. And I'm like, so he's like, oh, I can't remember the match. He's like, oh, Seth Rollins looking good here. What do you think? That's how he intros everyone in. Then they do yeah. whatever they want. And I'm like, Crocky Tom, I don't know what's going on, Tom. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> screaming, banging my head hand on the table. And it's really hard. And I'm fucking smacking him. Like, what's he going to do, Tom? And he's like, I don't know, Nick. What do you think? I'm like, I need some Vegemite, Tom. And he's like, he's like oh, Vegemite, that's disgusting. I'm like, what's going on, Tom? I don't. No, what's going on? Everyone around starts <laughs> applauding me like I've just put on this like masterclass in commentary commentating. I think they thought I was just this autistic kid, which is kind of true. But like, yeah, I was as, say, we've, as, we haven't got the results. As, I, as I pull out my orange uh, necklace for the first time this episode, but it's oh, like beautiful. I just I don't know something about when you go to America that you just or like anywhere when you travel. Laws don't apply to you, and you can just get. No. A, you feel like you can get away with so much. Even if I go to a different can, state, I go to Queensland, and I think I could. I feel like I could murder someone and get away with it. Yeah. Probably have. And you just make the excuse like I'm not from. Yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, um, the South Park thing where he's like uh, on the when he's like an NFL coach, uh, Cartman, and he's like, I'm, anytime you get caught, you say I misinterpreted the rules, <laughs> and that's all. As long as you say that, they're just gonna be like, oh, he, he didn't. He oh. said he misinterpreted. <laughs> I think every Aussie that goes overseas, though, no matter how ugly you are, just goes, I'm Australian, I'm going to get fucking laid within three hours. I've never like, felt more legit. attractive than when I go to when I go to yeah. America or Europe. Like, it's automatically, I get more attractive. And I like I feel yeah. I feel more attractive. It's the weirdest thing. And the worst part, <laughs> the funniest part is, in, in uh, Europe, I like, when I would, um, do I say this? 
Yeah, I say this. I went, if I was ever, because it's a long time ago, bitch. It was like when I was 21. Uh, like, if I was to ever like get in with a girl, we'll say, right? If I was ever yep. like uh, hook up with a girl, it would always be an Australian, but it would always be someone from a different state. I hooked up with someone yeah, from South Australia, Queensland, a WA, and then some weird German girl. But like <laughs> three of them were from Australia. It's like, I, I don't know what it is. It's like everyone, maybe um, we get better looking and other people's standards go down or something. I, like, say, no, I didn't want to say it, but like that, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah, no, no, 100%, 100%. No, I've, I've got the same thing, except when I go overseas, I never get laid, but I have the confidence that I think I can. <laughs> I remember when we were in, um, I don't know if I've told this before, it's, uh, we were in uh, Berlin and there was this club, I think it was called Matrix. It might have been Matrix. Yep. And, uh, I, we, were going, we were supposed to go like for a Berlin wall tour the next day. And uh, it was going to be really exciting and all this, like all the historical stuff. Uh, very cool. And uh, someone's like, oh, should we have an easy night tonight and like not go out to Matrix and like not go as hard just so we can get up tomorrow and go to the thing? And someone said, it's like in a hundred years time, uh, Matrix won't be around and the Berlin will, Wall will. So I know I'm going to Matrix tonight. <laughs> and he's like, That's fantastic. And like, it's so true. Clubs won't be like these clubs won't be around in a hundred years. No. The Berlin Wall you can go at any time, any day. It's always yeah. open. You can always go have a look at that thing. And but we all went out. We got absolutely obliterated. Ninety percent of the people didn't go the next day, but I did, and it was probably the best tour of the, of the lot because we had an American. I, it's nothing worse than going to Europe and people who like obviously English isn't their first language, and it's really hard to understand sometimes. And it's like, ah, oh, damn. Like I really want to. I really want to learn a lot about this, but it's hard to kind of pick up what you're saying. Mate, uh, the Berlin Wall couldn't be that important if David Hasselhoff was the guy that fucking <laughs> sang on it when it came down. <laughs> like, anybody who's German listening to it, I get the importance. <laughs> I'm just saying, you think you could get someone a bit better than David Hasselhoff. That's all I'm I saying. Feel like, I feel like international like um, holiday stories needs to be a thing. I feel like we need to... Um Hundred percent. I've got a couple, but because uh, yeah, like we've both, you've been to Europe. You went to Europe for how long? You went for? I've uh, been for first time was about two months. Mm. Second time I, I went again. I went for about a month. But I have got some stories. Nick. Absolutely, yeah. I got some. I'll, I'll, I'll rip one out next week. Oh, I, I like it. Um, closing out, Mitch. I want to yeah. ask you, a would you rather? I don't know if you have one for me, but I'm going to ask you. I've got one I'm, for I'm you. I'm going to ask you, would you rather? Okay, go. <clears throat> would you rather, Mitch? I asked this to my parents, and they thought it was the dumbest question ever. But would you rather? Stub your toe three times a day for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. or yep. once a month you get shot, but <laughs> you don't like get injured. You just feel the pain of being shot for an hour. You don't know when it is. Again, same oh, with same fuck, with the same with the good. stubbing of the toes. You don't know when it's going to. Do happen. I know where I'm getting shot? Where am I getting it's, shot? It's in a place where you can feel it. So you're not getting shot in the head because then you'd be dead for an hour. It's no points like you're asleep. Yeah. So it has to be like within a livable like range. in the chest yeah. or like the arm, arm or something. Leg somewhere like you might get shot in the dick once. I don't know. Like in the foot. But so how long do I feel the pain for the gun wound? An for hour. An hour. An hour. But I, this happens once a month, and you, or I yeah. stab my toe three times a day. Yeah. And you don't know when any of it's happening. So you could, like, yeah, if you started um, in November, you could get shot November 1st and December 30th because it's still once a month. But also you could get shot um, November 31st and December 1st, like, kind of, because they're I, in once a month kind of thing, in that month break. I'd get shot. You're going to get shot? Legit. Yeah, because my main reason to getting shot is... The first impact of it, you'd be in too much shock to feel pain. Yeah, I like it. So for the first, say, 15, 20 minutes, you would literally be having an adrenaline high. Ooh. You'd be in shock. How many people have you seen like in war movies that get shot and they didn't even know? And they're like, Gerald! Yeah. Gerald! Oh, the classic. Like, I'm yeah. going to die, yeah. my man. <laughs> and they're laying in a ditch. He's just killed the main bad guy and he looks over. Yeah, he's exactly. Like, Johnny, no! And he's like, <laughs> that cunt stabbed his toe. He's down straight away. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there's no adrenaline when you stub your toe. It's just mortal pain. No. I've never. And how many to- how many times I've stabbed my toe? I go, I'm never going to do that to myself again. Absolutely. And yeah. then I fear it. I don't know what a gunshot feels like either. So like for one hour, when I stab my toe, it can be a lingering effect as well. I don't want a broken toe either. <laughs> and if I'm guessing, if I'm stabbing it three times a day. There's going to be permanent damage. And I'm guessing it's going to be my little toe as well. Well, it's the toes differ as well. Same, same with being oh. shot. Your toes could differ. You could have like you could have a bad toe and it, it might never hit you that toe kind of thing. So, you know, like there's 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 rules and there's kind of uh, there's loopholes around it. But I, I like your thought process because everyone else thought I was an idiot when I asked them that question. No, I liked you really <laughs> like that one. I think my would you rather is worse than yours. Oh, okay, give me give me yours. Alright, so my one is <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I don't even know why I fucking thought of this. Nick, would you rather be a bird without wings or a bird without legs? <laughs> so I'm like, so, a, I'm either a flying egg or... A, <laughs> or a, no, but you can never walk when you land. Yeah. You, you can't, and you're in water, you can't paddle and you can't walk anywhere and you get very exhausted. So when you, but, when you say bird, you're talking about a bird that could fly, yeah? Because isn't a chicken a bird? They can't really fly too yeah, much. Yeah, no, they can, uh, world record's 13 seconds. No, over 30 seconds, I believe, for a flying chicken. Okay. But this isn't chicken facts, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I that's want, next, oh, we're next talking week is chicken facts. We're, you're, all right, you're a fucking seagull. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Chip stealing dickhead, <laughs> and so you either have no wings, and you but you can walk everywhere. Still got everything. You can still do your little one leg trick to get a chip off of someone. <laughs> Every, or I've you been can sucked. Fly. I've been sucked into the one leg trick so many times. Oh, me too. <laughs> but, or you can fly, but you just can't swim. You can't walk anywhere. And once you landed, you landed, and you kind of have to come it down like a plane landing in water. As well. <laughs> um, it's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about like the seagull. If I was to just be walking, no, no flying allowed. Um, yeah. I don't know where I'd like. I wouldn't be able to go very far. I don't know who I'd make as friends. Like I want to know who my friends are, kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like my friends could maybe help me land. You know, kind of if I can't, if I don't mm. have feet, maybe they can grab my wings and lower me down. Maybe I'm thinking yep. a little bit too much of the bird community right now. <laughs> like I don't know if the bird community really give a shit about my landing, uh, like ways, but I. All I want if I'm a bird is friends, and I don't want to get wet, yeah. and that's the worst thing. I've always said, if I was an animal, if I was ever going to be reincarnated, I don't want to be anything that's wet. If I'm a fish, <laughs> I'm miserable. I don't want to be fucking wet. It's shit. <laughs> Who wants to be wet? It's garbage. <laughs> ever been in pouring rain? Was you, were you at Unified 2020? Miserable. Uh, I don't want. Oh, to, I don't want to be worst. wet. I don't want to be wet. <laughs> okay. No. So don't give me. No. A, don't make me an outdoor dog as well, because they'll get wet. I know they'll get wet. <laughs> make me an indoor dog, or give me make me a cat, because I don't have to give a shit about any, give a shit about anything. If I'm a cat, it's awesome. I hate cats, but I, I'd rather I'd love to be one, because I you know, I envy oh. them. I know you're a big. Oh, cat. I know you're a big cat lover, Mitch. I do love a good cat. But Nick, what is it? Legs? No, no. Legs or wings? What one are you missing? But if I have no wings, if I can just walk around, I also could like, I'm more likely to maybe sympathize, maybe a little bit more with humans. Maybe I become a friend of a human. Maybe I become a pet mm-hmm. of a human because they're like, well, he's not fucking yep. going anywhere. <laughs> Imagine me walking around <laughs> with bloodhound dog. <laughs> I'm like, he's going to fucking eat me. <laughs> Like fucking Tom and Jerry. Like, that's that's what oh, I'd mate. I I'd got to go with no legs and wings. Yeah. Um. On the sole, per, on the only if they the, the the bird community gets around me and helps me down when I land. <laughs> like, All right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm on the presence that seagulls are decent people. <laughs> What do you reckon they talk about, bud? Like, do you reckon they have communications? How do they work things out? And like, do you like could I've never seen a seagull like 
you know, uh, using the example of like a chip fish and chip scenario, I've never seen a seagull like get one and like give it to someone else. It's an all, it's a free no. for all. It's all for one, one for all kind of thing. Like it's survival of the fittest. But like, is there any compassion in the seagull community? Why do they stick together? I don't That's know. what I want to know. They didn't look they, like they're, they're so competitive around everything. But you think they could like, you know, you have Hungry Jacks on fucking Cranny Frankston Road. <laughs> the other one will have, you know, the KFC a bit further down. <laughs> Why would you be like, I can either go to that one on my own or I'm going to stick with 78 other birds fighting for six chips? It's because of friendship, Mitch. I'm telling you, the seagull community, they don't want to be alone. <laughs> There's nothing worse than being a lone seagull. I don't want to be a lonely seagull, Mitch. I want to have friends. I'd rather be a part of that 80 bird flock and see how I go like 80 birds 20 chips that sounds like a porno movie <laughs> like, two, two girls one cup 80 birds 20 chips see what happens like that'd be bird porn for sure see what happens out of that and every time you've got a chip as well and someone's like don't throw it to the birds every bit of you is like oh have you ever got a chip and like thrown it at somebody knowing they're seagulls around like ha 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 <laughs> The best thing ever. You're fucking. You're at a beach. You've got a chip. You see, you know, a couple sitting there. You throw a chip behind them, literally to land about ten centimeters away. They'll never notice. All of a sudden, just get fucked by like. They're like, "What's going on right birds, now?" And just a hundred seagulls attacking them. <laughs> Oh, that's the other thing. I can't shit on anyone if I don't have if I don't have, can't fly. I can't really shit on anyone with uh, if I if I'm only walking around unless you know in that situation where there's two people laying down, I can just walk on top of them and shit on them because they're not really moving anywhere. But true, they might true. they might get out of how am I supposed to get away from that situation? Are <laughs> uh, my bird friends gonna lift me up and leave me? Maybe my bird friends are the ones who help me fly. If I have legs, can my <laughs> bird friends just take me with them? <laughs> they take shifts in carrying me through this whole ordeal. I've, ta- I've taken thought- this so fucking weird. Who would have thought this would be spoken more of than stabbing your toe in a gun wound? It's like, not the bird thing, though. But that's the thing. Like, would you rather always fun? Because, like, it, it, it's it's only limited by your imagination, person asking and the person receiving, because you could take it as far as you want. The little details mean a lot. Oh, 100%. I, hopefully next week, Nick, we'll, we'll, we'll get some more Would You Rathers, I reckon, for the show next week. Absolutely. I reckon we finish on them. Absolutely. I reckon, it's, I reckon there'll be a new close that will do some Would You Rathers. I'm going to have a poll um, ready, ready to go next week as well. I can't wait. If, <laughs> if anyone has any Would You Rathers, I bet we're going to ask that. It's going to be, what would you rather, backbone or what you did on the weekend? <laughs> like, I know it'll be straight away to what it's going to fucking gonna be. be. What, obviously, what we did on the weekend, you idiot. <laughs> I reckon that's all we got time for today, Nick. Yeah, we'll be back same time next week with hopefully some more Would You Rathers. I'll try and find some more shit hobbies. If anyone, like I said, give us some good shit hobbies. I don't want any bottom of the barrel. No, we do want bottom of the barrel shit hobbies, Nick. Yes, we, we do, do. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for everyone for listening and we will see you again next Thursday. Cheers.